0: Welcome to Banter, music talk by the people, for the people. I'm Rohan Anand. And I'm Matt Gregg. And welcome to our second episode titled, I Have No Shame. In other words, my friends and family would be embarrassed if they knew that I liked blank. Oh, but <laughs> this is going to be fun. We,
1: hey, hey, we're here. We're, <laughs> we're just here to be honest with everybody.
0: This is called Vulnerability 101. But we'll always start off with our new music. Yeah. Yes. Music. Okay, so uh, I, I'd
1: be I'd be once if I didn't start off with the man, the myth, the legend of himself, K Dot, aka Kendrick Lamar. Just came out with a new uh, two new songs in what is uh, an anticipated fourth album, I uh, believe to be coming out this month, but. Uh, we've seen with some of these r- with some of these rap stars you know unless your name is Rick Ross and you make a new album every other week <laughs> you're not guaranteed <laughs> to get an album from these guys all the time so uh, anyway two songs have come out the first one called the heart part four and uh, the second one called humble all caps with a period all caps and it, it has a phenomenal music video there's just a, 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 a myriad of different uh, metaphorical, Imagery that's going on in the episode. Er, excuse me, not in the episode. This is an episode. That's a that's a video. Yes, it's a video. But uh, anyways, I would uh, highly recommend listening to those two songs. The guy's a phenomenal lyricist and uh, and a poet. Dare I say it? Say He's it. a poet. And he didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. He didn't even know it. Yeah. All right, next song. We've got our next album. The m- the other man, the myth, the legend. Trey songs. Trey songs. Wait, what, what? 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 What's what's a Trey songs? When's the last time you listened to a Trey songs song? Two
0: thousand five. I remember when I was at my prom and it sang that song That was the last time. And, and I can't that even remember the
1: song. Uh, the song name is of course Na. Oh
0: that's
1: simple. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> Just messing
0: with you. I have no idea.
1: Um, mine is uh Oh it's Mr. Snail your girl. Bottoms up, bottoms up, pop. Oh, how 2007. I 2007.
0: That's too, that's old school right there. Yeah. So
1: besides like, you know, his earlier stuff in the mid 2010s, I mean, he <laughs> kind of has been uh, been kind of quiet until now, coming out with his seventh, seventh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh studio album, uh, named Tremaine the album. <laughs> Which I believe is his full name. Tremaine if is, if is guess.
0: the full name for Trey. Trey, I, I I assume is short for Tremaine. Okay, so what's up with all the mains from the 2000s? Like you have Jermaine Dupri, and now you got Tremaine. But I mean uh, is he related to Gucci? Possibly. Gucci main. Gucci man. I think Gucci I think Possible.
1: Anyways, <laughs> uh, there. It, it's it's. Is it the new? Little, is it the new version of Lils? Like instead of like being little, little,
0: little flip. Or a little, little you just end up with you end with the Y at the end, right? You just right. chop it down the first three letters and throw out a Y at the end. So you'd be like, you know, if you weren't Matthew, you'd be Maddie, I guess. I'd be
1: Madd Maddie Maine, and you'd uh, be Rowie Maine, which is awful. That's actually what I'm gonna strictly call you by now. So, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> favorite song
0: of the album, "Come Over." Come over, come over, come over.
1: Not like over.
0: "Come On Over" by Christina.
1: Oh, that, that, that song. It, it let's not put. Let's not put Christina in that box. <laughs> she's she's too much of a talent. <laughs> she's a talent. Uh, moving on, uh, gorillas. Oh my gosh, they—they uh, du- <laughs> they are coming out with a new album called Humans, which will be released on April twenty eighth, and they have uh, five new songs out off the album, that's which is that's huge. Basically, the whole album, which I'm great with. Uh, the five songs are Let Me Out, Saturn Bars, Andromeda, Ascension, and We Got the Power. And uh, I think Saturn Bars is my favorite. No, no, no. Andromeda is my favorite of the five. Andromeda. But, uh, you know, it's it's very gorillazy. y
0: Ascension's pretty good. I would have to say that of the five, Ascension was my favorite. Yeah. Which, by the way, is added to the Banter Podcast playlist if yes. you want to check these out. There
1: will be a link to the Banter playlist from the podcast. That's a whew, that's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Say it five times fast.
0: But this is for this
1: episode. Peter Pecker, a pick up Picker. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> new single from Blondie. Whoa! 80s phenom. Uh, the song's going to be called, or it is called, Long Time from her 11th studio album, which is up there with Depeche Mode and <laughs> total number of al- albums created. I, what is it about like 70s and 80s artists? They just like they had a lot of time to just make like repetitive albums. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you even come up with how do you have that many things to talk about? I feel like I'm capped at four.
0: Yeah. Recycle like, the material. That's what the people like do. you get? Do you, do you write an album every time you break up with somebody? Yeah. So that's why Taylor Swift probably has, you know, a lot of things coming in the pipeline for her. Right.
1: Well, who all has she dumped since we last checked in on her? Which, since we haven't checked in on her in <laughs> the banter podcast, I think we need to be thorough and comprehensive. Oof!
0: Well, that's a risk I shouldn't w- be willing to take. No, I
1: need to hear them all chronologically by oh I, I forgot by that
0: w- I'm I'm speaking with a Tay-Tay fan who f- is fiercely loyal, so I'll I'll back away from the corner. I've backed myself into uh, the it. the metaphorical and physical claws
1: are out right now. Oof!
0: Okay, I'll be silent.
1: You know why I'm bitter is because she was dating Calvin Harris, and we never got the a collaboration. Scoop? We never got a collaboration. Oh, that too. That oh, too. I don't care why they broke up. I just wanted a song.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the Calvin Harris song that was big this summer, You Were the One Thing. You
1: were the one thing in my way. You were, were the one thing, one thing in my way. way.
0: Dun, 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 dun. Talk about repetitive. <laughs> you know, that is how people make 11 albums, because they repeat the same lyric of a song like 40 times, oh, yeah. and, and that takes up two minutes of a song, so... And spoiler alert for the end of this podcast, but when we're talking
1: about things that we're embarrassed that we listen to... Oh, gosh, it's going to come out. But anyways, let's move on. Uh, anyway, that new song, long time from her 11th studio album, Pollinator, is due out on Cinco de Mayo. Woo! Bitch. Got my sombrero ready. I can't wait. Uh, do we have class that weekend? No, we don't. Oh, thank Thank goodness.
0: Wait, we already said that we're going to co-op Nishant's place, right?
1: In his pool? Uh, He doesn't know that yet, but it is going to happen. Anyway, if you're listening out there, listeners, you know where to go. This is awkward. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Perfume Genius. Uh, Slip away from upcoming fourth album, No Shape, due out also on May 5th. Very yonsei esque if you like Yonsei, the lead singer of Sioros, the Icelandic band. Uh, Very kind of ethereal, very kind of ethereal and poppy it's very good i'd, I'd recommend it to check out um it brings me to another indie-ish band called uh local natives uh one of my favorite bands um but they just came out the new song called i saw you close your eyes and the whole shit and shiboodle which is a phrase that i'm going to <laughs> say is real now uh was that they asked you to go to close your which is an actual website and it would turn on the camera on your laptop and it would watch you to make sure that your eyes were closed and once your eyes had been closed for a certain number of seconds the song would start to play because they wanted you to listen to it with your eyes closed um so that's a huge pain in the ass for one song <laughs> from a band and number 2 it's not a good song
0: <laughs> see i thought you were going to go into this whole meditative philosophy no it's terrible
1: <laughs> it sounds like 21 pilots and <laughs> You know, I'm not their biggest fan and it, it's just such a different direction for local natives and to go through all this rigmarole <laughs> for one song. Oh, boy. Uh, it is streaming on Spotify now, though. So <laughs> so go fuck yourself. Close your eyes dot net. We've got it live on the Internet for those of us with with time constraints. You can you imagine listening to that at your desk and be like, I'm sorry, boss, I am trying to take in the full experience. I'll have to get scene. back to you on that report. Oh, my gosh. I just, uh, anyway, moving on. Raekwon, uh, member of the uh, Wu-Tang Clan.
0: Wu-Tang Clan ain't nothing up
1: with. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. I love Wu-Tang Clan, man. Uh, uh, in fact, my Facebook profile, my background
0: is uh, Bill Nye throwing up the Wu. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I haven't seen that, but I respect you so much more from that. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's
1: like a marriage of two passions. It really Bil- <laughs> Bill Nye? I mean, 10 <laughs> Clan. Uh, right. I you mean, you took the picture for, um, I believe it was the final year of, oh, my gosh, what was that festival in Austin? Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh,
0: South, not South by Southwest. Uh, uh, Austin City Limits? No, not
1: Austin City Limits. Oh, listeners are going to kill me. Ooh, fun, fun Fun Fest. Goodness. Thank God that came back to my brain. Yeah. Oh, also speaking of mind farts littlefoot the name of the long neck yes wow littlefoot so uh thank you for the the several people who called my shit out on that (laughs) quickly (laughs) like i'm sorry i i i never claimed to be good at movies
0: right but hey at least we know that our listeners are you know getting to that level of depth right yeah
1: and, and, and seriously, please leave us a review on our, uh, on our podcast. Uh, send us an email, banterpodcast at gmail.com.
0: We're getting tech savvy here.
1: Yeah, we would love to g- we'd love to hear from you. Any suggestions you have, um, you'll notice that today we are going uh, away from eras of music and we're just kind of doing a, a, just a theme for our podcast, which is the direction we want to go. We don't want to be just a historical view of music. That sounds so elitist and entitled. Oh, it just sounds awful. We want to just inf- instead do things that are fun. And that's why this episode is so raw, right? Raw, just raw and and, passionate oh. and just sensual. Sensual. Just like a Sunday night on uh, PBS. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Raekwon came out with his eighth studio album, The Wild. Uh, overall, fantastic album. I mean, Raekwon's extremely talented. He does a, a song with CeeLo Green, which is his name. You probably haven't heard come by in a while. It's like
0: 2010 in a while.
1: Yeah, the song's called Marvin. Uh... Give it a check out. It's really, really good. Um, speaking of the bro Calvin Harris, he just came out with a new tune uh, called Heat featuring Young Thug, Pharrell
0: Williams, and Ariana Grande. Kind of a motley crew of people in that. Just a weird assortment of people. Like, where is Calvin Harris going with his musical career with these people? I mean, is it just kind of like throw the spaghetti against the wall, see so you all stick? Or
1: well, I, I will say this. Uh, well, first of all, this does sound like a Pharrell song, so I think he's kind of the brains behind it. I see. Much like the single he just put out with um, Frank Ocean and Migos called Slide. I think Frank Ocean was the uh, brains behind that operation. But I will say this, and I uh, you won't hear me complimenting EDM artists often, but I do like the direction he's going with these two songs. They're more musical. They they have a lot more talent. Um, I dare I say it, I think I actually heard an a real instrument being played
0: instead of just waiting for the beat to drop
1: yeah he's going down more of the mark Rawson uh path of having you know talent come into the studio
0: as opposed to saying the same thing over 40 times <coughs> mm.
1: but uh anyways the song's called Heatstroke. it's kind of it's really weird like young thug sings and then pharrell sings and then ariana grande comes in. it's just very w- it's just it's too much
0: Yeah, but if this is the segue into where Calvin Harris wants to go, then maybe this is the shit you got to sift through.
1: Well, I will say this. It's much better than the next song we're going to talk about, which is by the Chainsmokers. The one, oh, God. Oh, I'm so sad at your party.
0: This was a letdown.
1: Oh, I'm drinking your alcohol for free. I'm so angsty and mad.
0: Sliding down the uh, dishwasher in the kitchen while everyone... Stares on.
1: I'm so sad and lonely. He's really going down the Alicia, Elisa. How do you say her name? Elisa Cara.
0: Uh, Elisa Cara. Elisa
1: yeah. Cara. So she had that song um, here, and that song's really good, and that felt more honest than this song. Like that song's, you know, about being an introvert at a party. We get it. Like that that it describes a lot of people actually. And it makes sense. But this song's just like, Oh my, my girlfriend is mad at me, and now I'm sad and angry
0: the Uh, one do you think that this is like kind of part of the chain smokers like you know gold to to target into the millennial angst you know i I know that i shit on millennials all the time but like you know and then trying to like get into the heart and the mind of the kid at the party who's so upset and sad
1: like surely this isn't their version of what we call you know emo music post hardcore god i hope can you imagine cringe oh gosh uh, anyway, they uh, they also just released, uh, speaking of that song, it's on the album Memories, dot, 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 do not open. And it's actually a great name for the album because don't fucking open the
0: album. <laughs> Move on to the next album. <laughs> File it away in the memories that should never have been remembered.
1: And what's really strange about this is that they didn't include the song Closer, which is a monster song which would have boosted technically the streams of this album and could have made it go platinum, which is exactly what Drake did with Views, because Hotline Bling, you'll notice, was song like 27,000 on that album because there's 18 million songs on there. But he threw it in there, and it instantly was platinum because of how often Hotline Bling had been streamed. So uh, it's a real head-scratcher of a move by the Chainsmokers. I guess they're betting on Paris, maybe?
0: We were singing in Paris <sighs> to get away from our parents. Oh, we
1: were in Paris to get away from our parents. Oh, hold me closer in the backseat of your room. I can't hate that song because I love it. Oh, that's too catchy. Uh, anyways, we're moving on. Um, Harry Styles, former member of Uno Direccionno. I mean, rest in peace. Which is loosely Italian for <laughs> One Direction. <laughs> the 1D. The 1D. The 1D. Why does it sound so gross <laughs> <laughs> when you it say the word It sounds, sounds pretty like <laughs> <laughs> One wonder. <day. laughs> I think just any time you, you Rick Ross to the D. De- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, he, he released a song called Sign of the Times, and it is six minutes long, and it is phenomenal. It sounds like David Bowie or uh, George Michaels. David Bowie. And those are monster British names to throw out there, but it's a great song, uh, and it's not... You can't hear, put that on the radio because it's six minutes long. I mean, you could, but it's it's six minutes long. I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping he's going the opposite of Zayn and actually going for, I'm going to make music and not pillow talk, <laughs> all caps. <laughs> I'm not going to make an all caps album. I, I don't understand the all caps trend. Kendrick K-Dot's on it right now too with Humble. humble period anyways uh great song i'd I'd recommend giving it a shout a shot um couple honorable mentions future islands and cold war kids both just came out with uh two albums the Farfield and la devine respectively uh both good albums both very true to the uh, genre and uh, style of the artist um so if you like either of those bands then you're gonna really like these albums Uh, they are pretty much an extension of what they've already done uh and this leads me then to my absolute favorite artist right now, which is Father John Misty, former drummer for Fleet Foxes or as I call them on Fleet Foxes, just came out with an album called Pure Comedy and it is delightfully sarcastic towards American culture <laughs> right now. Um, it's a lot it's a lot more uh, refined and kind of melodic a pi- lot more piano, a lot less rock and roll um, just a very honest, sarcastic take just like no one does it better than Father John Misty. Uh, I wouldn't say that I like it more than I Love You Honey Bear because that's probably my top album of all time but this one is definitely my second favorite Father John, Father Jam Misty. So oh, it. Uh, so check that out. Um, but, uh, we got a couple more here. Um, Bleachers. My favorite. Do uh, you want to take this one? No. All yours. Oh, thanks. Uh, it is a band started by Jack Antonoff of Fun. The band Fun, uh, who had one song about giving your girlfriend a black eye, and then We Are Young. We Are Young. What a w- weird song that was. I
0: hated that song. Uh, I did too. passion.
1: And, and it gives me a reason to, <laughs> to hate the song because it's yeah. about such a terrible Set the topic. world on fire. Set this album on fire. Oh, please. And do it quickly. With haste. With haste. <laughs> but anyways, uh, the song's called Don't Take the Money. Uh, it's featuring lordy lordy look who's 40 just kidding lord <laughs> <laughs> is it lord or lordy or Lorde? i've always said lord i think it's lord but that e on the ends are real it's it's kind it's of a, a d- head scratcher
0: yeah it's a gray area lord lord <laughs> or lordy or maybe do
1: you, do you like emphasize the d like lord lordy like lord
0: but then it would have an accent already. like it's a scottish man lord <laughs> yeah uh,
1: she's from she's from australia that's wait, what does my Australian accent sound like? Dav- sound like David, David Bowie.
0: Well, they kind of bleed together uh, for I'm Americans. S-
1: oh, do you hear me? I'm Australian. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, no, wait, no, sorry, no, I'm, I'm Paul McCartney or oh. John Lennon. This is, this is digressed very quickly, Rohan. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Lordy. Lord, sorry. Anyway, the song's called Don't Take the Money by Bleachers. Very fun song. Uh, Rohan, I think you likened it to St. Lucia. Yeah. Uh, just some real righteous, fun indie pop. Yeah. Just real fun. Um. Uh, speaking of Lord, she did release a couple songs. I know one's Green Light. I didn't really care for the other one. <laughs> green Light, Green Light. That song's growing on me. It's got kind of the upbeat thing, but uh, they're kind of you could—they're forgettable. I would say overall. Okay. Sorry, Lordy. Sorry, Lordy. Uh, three more. Mister Wives. Oh, love. Uh, it's a great sn- tune. It kind of reminds me of uh, if Heim, Ellie Goulding, and Zara Larson all had a baby. That sounds like a beautiful baby. And that baby's name was Mr. Wives. <laughs> uh, again, songs called Oh Love. Good, good fun, indie pop. Uh, another one, Verit. Uh, is this, is, her song just came out called When You're Gone. Very good. Kind of alt-poppy. Uh, again, keeping in with the real righteous indie pop. And then finally, I have to end with my man, Jamiroquai, who just came out with his new studio album, eighth studio album, Automation. Uh, extremely good house music slash pop music
0: so eighth album i i had no idea that he had actually made a few more previously
1: yeah so uh napoleon dynamite the song canned heat that he dances to got yeah. canned heat in my heels tonight baby yeah. bae, it's Jamiroquai. interesting yeah. okay. my
0: favorite Jamiroquai song is love fool's Osofy.
1: yes he's, he's phenomenal I, I just love his style He's groovy I, I, he's very groovy
0: he's a groovy guy so with that i believe we are done with new music Woo! well that was a great synopsis uh it sounds like we had you know some hits some misses but overall kind of top heavy on that list with some good ones coming out there's
1: been some really good releases <laughs> the past couple months so uh, uh, of
0: all these it sounds like the the ones that you recommend the most are bleachers gorillas and i would say you know the Kendrick Lamar, not not bad either. I mean, and there's also some exciting things yeah. like Blondie, for example, coming yeah. out with these single. And uh, uh, another plug for Father John Misty, because he is my oh favorite yes. artist. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Rohan, take us to take us into this topic. So, so the core segment of this podcast for this week is going to be about the music that we are all too ashamed to admit that we like. Uh, there's going to be a
1: lot of things coming out of this podcast that are probably going to haunt us. Exactly. Some good
0: revelations.
1: Hopefully some good laughs. Some good laughs. We're going to have some good times, having a few laughs. Who's ready to have some fun? How, heck I am. <coughs> I'd like to wash it down with a tall, cold Budweiser. Moving on, Rohan. Your first band.
0: <laughs> so, actually, that's a perfect segue into my one revelation that I think I'm just going to get out there. Uh-oh. Um, I have a predilection for mm. the band Creed. Whoa! Yep. Wait. I do too. <laughs> you do too yeah. well this is easy <laughs> <laughs> um you know we're, we're talking scott stapp mark tremonti 90s Are y- did you
1: just list off more than one
0: member <laughs> oh, oh of i did creed? oh i did shit man <laughs> dude i've been to three creed concerts shut the fuck up where where and when um chicago tenley park um but fucking indiana oh man i dropped the f-bomb already wait <laughs> where's that located <laughs> uh bfei uh what e <laughs> yeah butt fucking egypt indiana oh E-G- oh Oh my yeah oh where's that located probably uh next to where the rivers of pbr and uh lone star beer <sighs> go up into great place, place though
1: great place very yes. scenic it w- it you was can't w- deny the scenery
0: hey it was passion right mm-hmm. and uh i went with 20 dudes we all wore flannel Cut off jorts, had mustaches, a couple of us had mullets growing. Did you time. go to a Pearl Jam concert immediately <laughs> afterwards? Well, you know, it would have been fitting, wouldn't it? They should have <laughs> just thrown all those together. <laughs> um, one of the most recent ones I went to was mistakenly held in the Chicago Theater in downtown Chicago, aka a classy establishment, which was too classy for a group of friends. And so, Creed played there? yeah but getting too rowdy i mean they just kicked us off the stage well not the stage wait you the got con- on stage with creed well one of the guys got to go backstage but they they kicked us out of the congregation just wait, because we were too much
1: what is it what does it take one to get
0: backstage at a creed concert there was a girl that had oh, connections. Oh, there it is. Yeah, uh, I, I shouldn't go into the story any further because there could be listeners on this podcast who were part of that group. And out of out of no spite whatsoever, this is just resentment that only a select few got to go backstage and meet Scott Stapp.
1: See, I just feel like that's one of those situations a couple of bros just can't get backstage to a Creed concert.
0: And it became one of those things that, you hey, know, This
1: is Trump's America. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's just hard to let go of that.
1: Yeah. It really is. But uh, but uh, so uh, do you remember any openers from a Creed concert? Um, well, the
0: like opening bands? Yeah. Um, Not quite. Um, I can't imagine <laughs> that
1: the, <laughs> the s- selection pool was vast.
0: I mean, I think the reasons were, one, pure intoxication. So memory cells are fuzzy. We're talking a stretch of time between 2009 and 2012. Um, secondly, we were all so lit and hammered and ready to listen to Creed that we just kind of didn't care about who was opening for Creed. We just wanted to get out there. I mean, we bought the premium VIP seats into the pit. Whoa. Like, mosh pit. Like, where we could literally go absurd and no one would give a shit about what we were doing. That's awesome. But I do remember the opening song by Creed, and it was Rain. Oh. I feel like it's gonna rain for this today. (laughs) So this Creed obsession... We got a lot of shit for it in college, just because people thought it was creepy. They thought it was weird. They thought, "Why did a bunch of assholes like this Christian artist?" And let me stop you right there. Creed is not a Christian band. No. Well,
1: cr- will Scott Stapp turned into a Christian artist after Creed. Yes, and then and then went on tour with Kid Rock. And then he's and then mm- they made a sex tape with some fans.
0: Yeah. During the Christian rock tour. Yeah, and, and then. That's Creed. Right, and then one thing led to another, and Scott Stapp is no longer touring because of his alcoholism, but, you know, Whew. he's in my heart. Whew, there's um, a fun story to tell at parties. There, <laughs> there were a lot of Facebook videos that kind of went around, um, you know, for a while that he was, you know, posting up, you know, these videos on Facebook, and hey, you know, there's just an outpouring of support for him, so. Um, we certainly well, want him to get better. We but do. But. Just no more music. <laughs> <laughs> no more music. Let's But l- let's talk about the actual Creed songs that I love. So, you know, we all know the ones that came out on the radio. You take me higher. Which Matt just described my favorite song to karaoke to. And, you know, it fails. It never fails. That really went very well at karaoke. Well, I, I mean, I'm telling you. You have no idea that you know every word of that song. <laughs> and that's the thing. So I've done karaoke to Creed in... The Bahamas, Minneapolis, Chicago, San Francisco, Dallas, Texas. No matter where I go, there's always one random dude bro or a chick at the bar who joins me on stage, puts their arms around me with arms wide open. And they know the lyrics, and they sing it at the top of their lungs, and everyone gets down on one knee at one point, and they just have their arms going in a circle, and it's magical. It's absolutely magical. It's the magical. bridge
1: of that song. It's just it just takes you to another dimension.
0: Absolutely. Oh. And so, uh, man, I, I'm so happy. I'm tearing up know. thinking about it. Well, I'm, I'm thrilled and, and flattered about how much you know about Creed and how you take your Creed very seriously. Oh, so I fucks with Creed. No one, uh, Creed fucks. Oh, but. hard. 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 Very hard. So... The other thing that I want to mention is that Creed's albums and and, and the the sequence of the albums that we all know about as kids of the 90s and early 2000s all started with Human Clay. Um, Arms Wide Open is also, you know. Human Clay had the really creepy album cover. It did. It was really weird it was very weird very 90s though yeah very 90s and i think that's kind of where one last breath took its 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 thing where you know please come now i think i'm falling (laughs) holding on on, on. and then one was also a huge one i Mm -hmm. mean everyone loves to talk about one so
1: my aim sounds like when i instant messaged you uh was uh that (laughs) From higher. Oh, shit. So people had to endlessly listen to that riff. Da-da-da-da-da. Anytime they talked to this junior high stud back in the day.
0: <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> hope that you had an awesome screen name to go with Oh, it. boy. What was it? <laughs> Banter Junior. Oh, gosh.
1: What was it? Um, oh, I remember. So I played baseball, and I was, you know, I, I grew up very religious. I was Batten, no G, for the number, Christ, 2-8. Wow. Band for Christ, 28. And that's why Creed as the
0: ping song was a perfect fit.
1: Yeah, and any time the upwards of 10 people I talked to on Haim yeah. <laughs> heard my... <laughs> yeah, not, not,
0: not to say that Creed is a Christian band because that would contradict what I just said. But, you know, if you think about... I guess the lyrics can be interpreted as like, take me to a spiritual place. Take me to a place where I feel passionate and inspired. It, I think the lyrics for that are actually pretty decent.
1: Yeah. it's just, It's just they become a caricature of the band because of the Scott
0: Stapp yeah. legacy. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, fast forward a couple of years and Full Circle. Full Circle is mm-hmm. the name of the most recent Creed album that um, I personally uh, found to be um, one of its more one of its more contemporary pieces. Um, a lot of a lot of more raw material that comes out of that album, like Faceless Man or A Thousand Faces and for me that was um, a, a different type of pivot into the creed genre because i personally loved some of the earlier songs that came out of human clay um but at the same time i just appreciated the fact that creed was producing more songs now mm. creed is is sort of um taking a step back but my homage to creed is very much still there oh my god and among my group of friends too so that's really awesome yeah thank speaking you. of
1: concerts you've been to that People would probably scoff at you for. Here's right. here's my big reveal. Okay, I've seen Nickelback in concert twice. Twice. Okay. So, uh, y- while we're on the genre of, what would you consider this like? Bands that you don't rock? want the
0: the bands that you don't want to tell someone on your first date with them that you've been to <sighs> their concerts.
1: But listen to this monster of a concert I went to. It was Papa Roach, opening for Hoobastank. Wow. Opening for Hinder. Wow. Opening
0: for Nickelback that is a a series of openings um i I will say of that list i know hinder the least but papa roach hoobastank um some overlap there so all all of these bands i have
1: a song that i really like of them and i you know take it or leave it out there (laughs) listeners i I just i can't stop listening to them and i never will okay
0: so since I, i i went into depth about my creed experiences can you shed some more light on your okay. the context the okay, uh, the venue Okay 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 That's this is the core uh, of Okay so uh, I'm from Wichita Falls Texas
1: uh <laughs> truly the mecca of the cultural <laughs> sphere sphere <laughs> whatever <laughs> of <laughs> Texas uh hometown of Ham <laughs> and Dr Phil <laughs> Dr Phil Dr Phil um uh so <laughs> oh boy so, um, there weren't a lot of bands that came through uh, Wichita Falls. Well, I mean, Bowling for Soup started in Wichita Falls, and I love Bowling for Soup. Yeah. And they're great, and anyone that talks sh- shit about them talks that's shit about personal. my hometown. And you know what? Yeah. It's fair to talk shit about my hometown. It's very easy to do, but don't do it f- to Bowling for Soup. I mean,
0: that's talent that came out of your hometown. Just,
1: yeah. b- just for real righteous hombres. Exactly. But, um, so, I was, I believe... 14, maybe 15. And, uh, and or no, 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 no. I, I, w- oh boy, I think I was actually a sophomore. <laughs> I was actually a sophomore in high school. And, uh, they came through town. And, uh, I believe I sold, I took my buddy to see Cross Canadian Ragweed. Interesting. A Texas country band. Yeah. And, uh, in return, I was gifted tickets to this Nickelback concert. And, uh, this was back when Nickelback was. I mean this is right after like Never made it as a wise man, never made it as a boy man
0: sterling.
1: Good not cut it as a blind man. Which love it or hate it is lyrically a decent song too. I think so I hate that I'm gonna sit here and defend Nickelback at all to any regards, but I'm gonna do it and hipsters be damned. Just bear with me for a second. They they had some decent songs. Some photograph? it photograph. Yeah, great. No, I actually hated that song. Yeah, I mean. Okay, so now that I think about it, maybe they just had one song I liked. But it was, uh, it was that.
0: What is that song? How you remind me? Uh, that's uh, well, yes. This is how you remind me of what I really am. It's not like you to say sorry. No, no, no,
1: no, no, Sorry. Damn it. That's another one that you know every word to. But you don't know the name of the song. So everyone that's going to make fun of me for this Nickelback thing, at least I'm being honest and also oh, yourself because you did the same thing in high school. Yep. So anyway, we went to this concert and y- you know what? I actually had a really good time. Uh, I did crowd surf during Nickelback.
0: No shit. Checklist. Wow, that is definitely a bucket list. It idea.
1: is. It is very specific, but it's something I've done. I hope that's on your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: accomplishments.
1: Things I've done to in my life, you know. If I, if I was a recruiter, I would, uh, I would hire you on the spot. I'm not. S- I'm not saying that I shouldn't be hired instantly for <laughs> the CEO position of your company, but I'm also not <laughs> saying it that I shouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but. Uh, So, uh, actually, all four of those bands at that concert, I like a song of. Yeah. Pop Roach, Scars. Everyone likes Scars. Yep. Uh, What was the second band at that concert? Hoobastank. Uh, Hoobastank. The Reason. Everyone likes The Reason. And then uh, the third band was Hinder. And this is another confession. Lips of an Angel. I love that song. Okay. The lyrics are awful. All right. The music is great. Okay. And it's because in the chorus, they use a seven chord, and I absolutely love it. It goes... D, A, G, C. What are you doing in there, guy? Get out of here! I just—I don't know. Something about that. I just—I really (laughs) find to be endearing. And then
0: Papa Roach. Uh. The fourth band that was at the concert. No, that
1: was Nickelback. Nickelback.
0: Oh, did you already talk about Papa Roach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Got uh, it. It's it, it's forgettable. <laughs> well, well, this is this is actually a great segue into our next area where, you know, you and I talked yeah, about our, our – Let's our, get off the uh, it. Uh, well, I mean, this is not that much better. I'm not going to lie. We're talking about angry white boy music. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate to say this, but I didn't come up with that name. Um, but Teenage Angst, we're talking lit, some 41. And I had Papa Roach nailed down here. I remember when I was younger, my sister bought me a Papa Roach uh, CD because this is before – you know, the good old days of Napster, because I'm old like that. Oh, I am too. And uh, the name of the album was Infest. Oh, it cow- just has a bunch of cockroaches on it. Oh. And, like, the leading song is called, We're going to infest. We're getting in your head. <laughs> and, I mean, like, then, you know, it all was downhill from there. Lincoln uh-huh. Park, you know, some of the... Um, I, I wouldn't say Green Day was necessarily angry. I mean, Green Day is a, a, a great band, mm-hmm. um, but... Sort of like made me want to dig into that piece of shit yeah. side of myself, so dude. It's okay. That's like that. Uh, I, I,
1: there's the hierarchy of bands I was and wasn't allowed to listen to in uh. high school of this genre, and it would start with like, of the bands you talked about, it'd be like Sum Forty One. Okay, they're on the radio. Yeah, Lincoln Park. I got to listen to, a, a couple songs, and then there was Puddle of Mud.
0: Just <laughs> whoo- blurry. Oh, God. She <laughs> fucking hates me. Everything so blurry. Everything's so clean. <laughs> I say everything with a Scott Stapp voice, if you haven't picked up on that already. Uh, every song that I don't like, I sing in a
1: Eddie Vedder voice, <laughs> so it's completely <laughs> acceptable.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so um, what other albums were you allowed to listen to in this hierarchy? Because this is fascinating. Uh, so
1: in high school, I was actually listening more to post-hardcore, um, I guess, Screamo music for Screamo. more common nomenclature. I liked it with a bad song like this. That I sounds like, like, Bi- like Limp Bizkit. <laughs> well, they, they, they like to yell a little bit, but I liked it when they were yelling a lot more. Like uh, So bands like Saosin, Sin, uh, The Fall of Troy, Oh Sleeper, uh, Maylene and the Sons of Disaster, Under Oath, You Know, He Is Legend, those kind of bands. Yeah. They were just... They were just shouting.
0: Yeah, they were just—they had a lot to say. Hooting and a- hollering. Hooting <laughs> hootin and hollering, indeed.
1: My parents detested that music, <laughs> and that's why I liked it.
0: <laughs> Whatever, mom. The spot at the rebellion in all of us, right? Yeah, that's why. I mean, you know, I was similarly not allowed. So I, you know, driving around in my folks' car would want to put on, you know, all of the alternative stations and try to to listen to these songs, and they would be like, "Change the channel. What is this trash? <laughs> you know, just you know the stuff that they." heard me listening to i mean i remember one lincoln park song that just the ending was i think it was one last step to the end and i and it was just like shut up when i'm talking to you shut up (laughs) and it just said shut up like for two minutes straight like and they were like nope Boom, turned it off was that a bw
1: for you a bad word
0: oh i mean i wasn't allowed to say
1: shut up until like last year Oh man! Oh no! Yeah. Wichita I Falls. Wichita Falls. Well, uh, maybe not last year. I left there. I'll, I'll it's been, <laughs> been a w-
0: been a while. Yeah, been a long time. So, um, I remember that uh, when I was listening to like Blink One Eighty Two, and, uh-huh. and and also like kind of got into, um, you know, some of the Blink songs. Like the first album that I actually ever bought was the Mark Tom and Travis Show.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't know if you remember the album art for that show, but. I mean, we also had preceding that enema of the state, enema of the state, right. you know, which just has like a hot nurse with like a needle in her hand, right. completely just, you know, all telling right there. And then the Mark, Tom and Travis show just has like, you know, chicks at a concert with a blow up dildo on it <laughs> and like some dude puking out in the audience. And again, like I'm not old enough at this point, I'm, I'm 12 years old to have like bank account much less like money to go buy these albums from the cd store Uh so it's like bought to me as a christmas gift and like hanging in my stocking it's just a you know a a raunchy album cover from blink 182 and that's where it all started oh yeah (laughs) But I am not ashamed of Blink 182. Oh, neither am I. I would still go. You know, I think I told you this back in when I lived in Minneapolis. There was a, a cover band, and they were called another shitty cover band. <laughs> um, and all they did was like go to the bars right as like after midnight when everyone's a little lit, and just go there and play '90s rock songs. Like That's this. great. I mean, it, 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 the whole place turns into like a sauna because mm-hmm. everyone is literally like fist-pumping and screaming and shouting to all the songs. Right. And my friend, to quote Adam Lau, said, man, I walked out of there and it smells like a locker room. But, <laughs> I mean, that's how you know you get all those calories out. From that's right. So, yeah. But anyway, that's that's my angry white boy music, um, you know, phase, uh, which may not have ended quite yet. Yeah. You know, I still find myself listening to
1: whatever you want to call it, scream out music at work. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't... I, I figured I would outgrow it at some point. Yeah? I haven't. So... I don't, like, listen to it a lot, okay. but sometimes it's just, just a
0: blast from the past, I guess. Would you ever think that, like, if you're cleaning your apartment and all of a sudden, like, 311 came on, you would just be like... Yeah. I love 311, though. Yeah. I mean, th- I wouldn't categorize it as, like, music I'm embarrassed to listen to at all.
1: Not at all. Um, <coughs> it's reggae-ish, though, and I... Hate reggae. Ooh. I, I know everyone's like, oh, oh, Bob Marley man, you got to like oh, Bob it's so Marley. so cliche. Oh, it's awful.
0: It. I hate it. Like when I when I go to an island, the last thing that I want to hear is Bob Marley, Ziggy Marley, Jimmy Buffett, even Iggy like, Azalea.
1: Uh, any of the Iggy, oh. Uh, wait, oh shit, wrong. Oh, shit. Wrong, wrong genre. Wrong genre. Sorry. Wrong genre. I said Iggy Azalea. Oh yeah. Oh, so whew, got that out of the way. Oof. Uh, Damage yeah. control. <laughs> oh God, this is awkward. <laughs>
0: uh, no, uh, <laughs> Bob Marley, man. I just uh. there. There are certain times, certain places. Not when I'm on a beach. Not yeah. when I'm trying to drink my way into forgetting about I my think real the life. The right time and the right place would be over my dead body. There you go. That that sounds actually pretty pre. Wow, powerful. that's just mean. Well, you know, it's uh, it, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for it. No, to each his own. So we'll move on from angry white boy music to another genre that my parents would probably be so angry if they knew that I listened to this, uh, and it's hardcore trance music. Oh, my God. Yeah,
1: I know. Um, (laughs) Can we throw EDM in there? Uh, Sure.
0: You should be embarrassed that you like EDM. I love it. I mean, again, I I attribute this to my Minneapolis days, but I I don't know what it is, but the only way that I can sleep on an airplane is if I listen to a podcast by DJ Tiesto. It's the weirdest Mm. thing and and same with armin van buren and you know because of these artists i i grew into loving this like weird trancey type music like gareth Emery and above and beyond and axwell and uh steve aoki who by the way did you know is the son of the owner of Benny Hanna. is he really Mm -hmm. yeah so he's another rich boy that got famous because of his daddy and ability to make the beat drop by hitting a button
1: that's why i hate edm there's no talent involved. There's no talent involved. I saw, who was it, Zed? Yeah. And he just sat up there with both hon- – he had both arms in the air, and music
0: was playing. How is that possible? Exactly. Like David Guetta, I've seen him in concert, and all he does is sit up there, and he looks stoned out of his mind. He's just bobbing his head back and forth <laughs> with the pair of headphones on, <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah! And like all the molly-popping crowd's like, yeah! And, you know, he just – they, like, hand him suitcases of money. I'm, I'm sort of plagiarizing the SNL skit on, yeah. you know, waiting for the beat to drop. Yeah. Um, Have you seen the video of him just staring into,
1: they call it staring into the abyss? He's just <laughs> bl- blankly staring out into the crowd for a good five minutes during one of his songs.
0: Oh, I should see it. Probably I mean, I
1: realizing I the the treachery
0: of which he's committed <laughs> right, to music. And that his, his brain is just turning to mush with each little <laughs> revolution mm-hmm. of, the, of the spin. Um, but I'm a sucker for it. I, I again, this is vulnerability right now. We're laying out all the cards on the table. Yeah, I've I've listened
1: to Calvin Harris's first album all the way through, more than once on purpose. Right. So, I guess the joke's on me because <laughs> <laughs> I bought into the bullshit. I know. And there I was at a Zed concert. So here I am being on my <laughs> high horse. And right. And yet,
0: I was, I was one of those people. <laughs> <You're one> of <laughs> <so> Damn it. <laughs> I know, And that's what makes banter, you know, that's probably what we're trying to unearth here is that we all have our skeletons in the closet and these inner demons of songs that we we shouldn't like, but when we maybe break it down a little bit, there's no justification for why they just sound good to us, but they do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, I I, I would say that for me, this has been probably something I've never been able to even tell my parents, so consider this my trance music coming out story, (laughs) but... (laughs) Um, you know I have been to a Tiesto rave before um, and I can't say that I'm a hardcore Mm -hmm. raver but you know I talk about it all the time with people and how much Mm -hmm. I want to go back and how I would love to go to Ultra or you know see that part of Coachella but because I'm old and decrepit and stressed out and busy and trying not to get fat I don't really think that that should be high (laughs) on the priority list. It's
1: amazing how the priorities of aging. Yeah exactly. My take consists of you know, dreaming <laughs> of, of days gone and trying not to <laughs> die of obesity.
0: <laughs> exactly. And trying not to cry <laughs> when I reflect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the last thing that I'll talk about before I hand it over to Matt, since this has turned into kind of a, a monologue on my part, is that. No, it was it was very nice. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, dare I say a catharsis?
1: Uh, very cathartic. I would say. It, it felt good from over here. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Okay, and okay. I'm glad you feel
0: the same way about Marley, even though people. Ah, uh, don't. Oh. We might get some negative feedback on the that. The only
1: thing I like about Marley is that cute ass dog in that movie and they can kill them off. <sighs>
0: <It> doesn't
1: <sighs> end well. Damn you, Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson, for your <laughs> making me go through that emotional journey. Damn you. Yeah.
0: Damn them. <sighs> so this will be quick. Um I like random ass music from around the world. I have music on Wait. my Ass music? What is that? Ass music. It could be considered ass music. Like, I went up to this girl from Korea one time, and I said, (gasps) I like Son Dambi. You don't know who Son Dambi is, do you? No. She's a K-pop artist. Korean pop. I I hear about K-pop. I have no idea what it is. Right, and I just happened to one day come across this thing. They're just like, And they're all, like, these sassy girls, like, wearing, like, these things, and, like, going with their cell phones back in, like, 2006. Like... Because Korea had smartphones before anyone else. Right. It just was funny. Like I liked it and then like I went up to that Korean girl and I was like, "Oh, San Dabi." She's like, "What the fuck is that? You like that? That's not K-pop. Everyone hates that." Um <clears throat> similarly went up to a Turkish person once and was like, "I like Tarkan." You know that song like Kiss Kiss." It's like, Mwah. "And then they're like, He's a piece of shit. So I guess <laughs> that I guess that might just not to go to Turkey and ask about pop. Right. Good I, I, grief. I mean, seriously. So when when I say random ass music around the world, it probably is ass music. I have no idea. So uh, K-pop, I know nothing of. I've seen, and I don't. And
1: I, I know that sounds like high and mighty. Like oh, uh, other cultures. Snooty. Blah blah blah. No, I I just it seems very. Um, I've heard a few. I, I guess I've heard a
0: few songs, and yeah. it just it wasn't for me. Right you know, the only way that I've learned about these artists are, um, this is gonna sound extremely pretentious, but there's no other way to go about it. When I used to fly to India to visit family back in the day, I would fly at Lufthansa and Lufthansa is a German airline. Uh-huh. So because they're, intert- you know, the in-flight entertainment, they have to um, have like music stations from around the world. And I got so effing bored on that flight because it's a long flight to go from Dallas to Frankfurt, Frankfurt, India, whatever. And so you just kind of scroll through all of these playlists of different countries. Uh-huh. And that's where I discovered K-pop or J-pop from Japan or yeah. C-pop. Like, these are actual things, right? Um, Wait, d- do they call it in America A-pop? Uh, no, they just call therefore it Therefore, A
1: for ass. Therefore, bring us back to <laughs> ass music. Oh, it all comes full circle. Oh, you thought you were free America. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. They should call it T-pop. Very wrong. No, America has the best pop music like you wouldn't believe. And I'm going to build the wall. I'm going to build a wall around all other pops. Just America pops. No one can get over. Justin Bieber, you can no longer leave your America now. You and your pops. <laughs> best of the pops. <laughs> and now okay. I sound like a smoker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Ch- the chain smokers. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's just my little soliloquy on the randomness of my international mixes i mean that goes on to belly dance music and uh, i subscribe to mtv arabia which my mom would be really angry about um but i like i like a lot of the lebanese artists um, right and then when i lived abroad in chile i got really into reggaeton which is f- reggaeton's great oh so okay i was i was afraid to mention it because no it's not no like reggae be,
1: no it's one should be a, in, mad about reggaeton it's it's, it's dirty. It is dirty, it is ghetto, and it is awesome. But I have no idea because I can't speak Spanish when well. when you go to Colombia
0: in a few months, you're uh, going to find that. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I, 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 d- I, d- I guess I do know that because I listened to a song, and uh, I played it for my little brother who, who speaks Spanish fairly well, and he was just like, what are you listening to? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. The, the song's called... Uh, oh gosh, what is it? Um, Noche de sexo. Ot- otra, otra copa. Otra copa. It, it, it translates to "Have a drink with me." Yeah. And y- I, I, having known that now, I can see where that where you can go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. It sounded so fun. Like all their songs, all those reggaeton songs are fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been so influential on American music. Mm-hmm. Every song uses that. I mean, it's Calypso mixed with other things. A little Samba in there. Exactly. But, yeah, it's it's all over the place in yeah. our music now. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, dim.
0: I can go all over the world with this, but I want to hand it over to you to kind of bring in the, okay. the the final. The last big reveal. Uh, yeah. Okay. This so big. Mm. So
1: I, I did go to undergrad at Texas A&M, and – I, it's well-known as being more of a, a, a country music-leaning establishment, and I, unf- as vehemently as I dislike country music, because I think it is the most half-assed songwriting and uh, that's out there, um, I, I unfortunately did not leave that place untainted. There are, you there are country songs... When played, it makes my little booty shake. Exactly. So, other than tay I, I don't. I don't de- call. I don't want to give Tay-Tay away. Okay. She's pop now. She's pop, so yeah. w-
0: can you give us more details? Okay.
1: Well, so I did grow up listening to country music. So I, I okay. So let's let's break country up into two halves because there's 1990s and pre 1990s. That stuff was is pretty good yeah they could sing well yeah they played the guitar yeah they wrote songs that about things they were going through
0: billy ray cyrus
1: billy ray cyrus alan jackson
0: even cross canadian ragweed
1: even cross canadian ragweed but uh i'm i'm talking more of like the like the country bro pop that you get now sam hunt samuel hunt who I i
0: like for the record
1: but uh, I know, I know, oh, I know. boy, this is awkward. Yeah. Well yeah. But
0: yes, it is bro pop. Brooks and Dunn you know. No, not Brooks and Dunn, they're phenomenal. You like Brooks and Dunn? Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Um They out in the country, pass, zit limit, sound. Where a
1: honky tonk. There's
0: nothing wrong with, with okay. that song. With, All right. with the boots, scootin' <laughs> boogie. boogie. Which I still know how to dance to.
1: Hell Finally. yeah, man.
0: That's a great song. Being raised in Texas, we were taught that we were going to fail out of kindergarten if we yeah. didn't know how to s- dance to Boots, and Boogie. Yeah, and we learned it, and well,
1: <laughs> we know it. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's fun to dance to, but I'm talking like let's say post-2000. So let's talk our Kenny Chesneys, our Keith Urbans. Oh, he
0: doesn't. Neither of those deserve to be even
1: categorized. Our f- our Flo Rida Georgia Lines. Okay,
0: that was just a hybrid mashup mess.
1: Um, I think... I think everything went for a turn for the worse when, and this is a song that I like, is when Tim McGraw and Nelly came together. <laughs> I think about it over and over again. Oh, yeah, that was not good. I like
0: that song. Shit. <laughs> Shit.
1: And then I, the first time I heard Flo ride a Georgia line.
0: Baby, you a song. You, you make, make me want to roll my windows wind down. Oh,
1: you know why I like that song now that I think about it, now that I talked about Tim McGraw? Nelly's in it. He's in the remix.
0: Right. And and that's the other thing about it is like there's that Nelly like rap piece of it at the end, which just sounds so out of place. But Something you got to down. a pr- down, it down the door. But you got to appreciate it because it's Nelly, right? Yeah. I mean, I wanted to go on that ride with him. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go and take a ride with Nelly, you got to listen. Wait, to Florida is Georgia he rap.
1: literally talking about taking a car ride or that kind of ride? Yeah, I, I certainly hope it's car. <laughs> Because I haven't met Nelly, and, and uh, that, that'd be a little forceful, I'd y- say. You might, you might be blinded by the grill. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Did he have to auction that off, though, since he's bankrupt?
0: Oh, that's a good question.
1: Yeah, there's a petition to stream uh Nelly songs like millions of times so he could <laughs> pay off his debts. Oh no. That's that's where we're at, folks. Also, uh if you want to send us some money, we will make a GoFundMe. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Stream our podcast millions of times, please.
0: <laughs> so anyway, ending on the note of Nelly's grill. Um, so, uh,
1: so uh so bro country, I don't know. It's like <sighs> It's like if drunk Matt and sober Matt are two different people, which they are. There's a, a large dichotomy there. Right. <laughs> um Drunk Matt loves Bro Country and will sing along with you, but sober banter Matt so has I th- to come forth. <laughs> I,
0: I think that this country playlist that I'm actually showing to you right now, the last time that I listened to it all the way through, and there, there are 90 songs on here, 5 hours and 20 minutes, was literally sitting on my balcony in Minneapolis when it was actually nice out, so like one month of the year pretty mm-hmm. much, um, with two other dudes, three other dudes, I can't remember. Some girls came because I lived in a residential building, kind of like the one we're recording in. And we're all friends. And the girls came in. They're like, we can't do this. This is too bro for us. And then left. And all we did was just kind of go through all the songs, like, you know, sung by Blake Shelton and, you know, by Carrie Underwood and everything. And, yeah, that's that's what it's for. It's that bro out. But if you're going to listen to good music and appreciate it, you as you mentioned, you you hit the nail on the head, have to go to that split before the 1990s or during the 1990s. Right. and you, know, you can even appreciate the cheese pop ones in there, like Shania Twain, for instance. Shanae, mm, right? Shanae, mm. watch me whip, watch me Shanae,
1: watch me Shanae. Any man of mine, yeah, better cross the line. Better cross. Wait, the is line. that the oh, those aren't the words? I don't remember. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I th- I, this just brings us to you know, it's just silly that we have these songs that we're so ashamed of, but right at the end of the day, now that we've talked about them, I think we actually found some
0: good talking points about all of them. Right. And so I guess that's kind of our, our concluding points on this whole uh, episode right here because our first episode, we were very just objective about right. the genre of music and the evolution of music. And here we are just kind of laying it all out there. Yeah. So, uh, this was a fun one to record. Absolutely. So as we mentioned, we now have an email address, at banterpodcast.gmail.com. We have a SoundCloud account mm-hmm. as well as presence on iTunes so mm-hmm. we're now live in every way
1: we are we are officially off the ground with this podcast. oh and a Facebook group right and a Facebook group so, so that's probably the best way to find us yes absolutely and uh, and please leave us a review send us an email let us know what you think let us know some topics you'd like discussed bantered if you will
0: yes yes absolutely
1: um, we have some fun guests lined up. Uh, we, are, we are scheduling right now, but we have some, uh, some good episodes lined up for you all in the future. It should be, should be a lot of fun. Hella
0: fun. And this is Rohan Anand signing off. And, and this is Matt Gregg. See you guys next time.